Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm excited today as we journey into Hebrews chapter 11. We've been in Hebrews chapter 10 for, I don't know, seven, eight, nine broadcasts, and now we're going to take that step into chapter 11. Now, chapter 11 is a very familiar chapter, even I guess we could say a famous chapter in the Bible, because it is the Hall of Fame of Faith. The heroes of faith are all listed out here in Hebrews chapter 11. Now, at the closing of chapter number 10, the writer of Hebrews could be Paul, could be you. I have no idea. It doesn't say. I believe it probably was the Apostle Paul under inspiration of God who wrote it. But either way, the writer of Hebrews was making the case that the just shall live by faith. He laid out that principle. Now he gives us examples of those who lived by faith and what was accomplished through their faith. Now, verse 1 of chapter 11 begins, Now faith, and that gives you the entirety, uh, the theme of the chapter. From top to bottom, front to back, beginning to end, this chapter emphasizes that need of having faith. Now, what is faith? Faith, we'll find out in verse number 1. The Bible defines it for us. Let's look here in chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, as the initial, if you think about Hebrews in its entirety, as the initial portion of this letter has been largely completed, the writer begins to transition. He's illustrating how that great men and women of God from ages past had lived by faith. Moreover, most of these mentioned were elders or patriarchs of Judaism. And remember, the writer of Hebrews is writing to, yep, you guessed it, Hebrew people, Jewish converts. The writer illustrates how those that were in previous generations or eras had full assurance of faith. One thing which distinguishes the new covenant from the old is the emphasis upon faith. Faith has always been there. But in the New Covenant, faith comes to the forefront. The last half of our chapter, we'll find as we study through it, continues the lengthy list of Old Testament saints who, because they took God at His word or had faith in God, they accomplished great things. And there's an emphasis placed over and over again that the motivating force for great and mighty things is faith, both then and now. So verse number one begins, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The sense of that word that we have here, substance, is is the assurance or the substantiating of things hoped for. In effect, the phrase says, faith is the conviction of things hoped for. A definition of faith, we could say, is this, taking God at his word. It's dependence upon God. It's fully trusting, wholly leaning on God. It's like the song says, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. The confidence of faith is anchored in the Word of God. When God has said it, that settles it. It's not, uh, well, God said it, I believe it. 
It got it settled whether you believe it or not. Therefore, we can totally rely upon the word of God. Why? Because it's not man's word. It is God's word. Faith is total dependence upon God in his promises. The uh, word that we say trust, trust, would be the same as faith. It is trusting in God. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. It's the evidence of things not seen. That means it is the proof or the conviction of that which we cannot see. I think about the illustration of the little boy. You've heard it many times. I've used it before in preaching. Flying his kite. And the kite rose so high into the heavens that it was eclipsed by clouds. Couldn't see the kite. And a man asked the boy, what are you doing? And the boy said, I'm flying a kite. He said, how do you know you're flying a kite? You can't see it. He said, I can't see the kite, but I can feel the tug. Well, that's what faith is. Faith might not see it with the physical eye, but we can see that. We can feel that tug. We have that assurance of faith, that Holy Spirit of God that is witnessing and confirming things in our heart. We live by faith. Faith is the proof or the evidence of that which we've yet to see. Think about it. We haven't ever seen Jesus, yet I have faith in him. I've never been to heaven, yet I have faith there's a place called heaven. I don't never seen the Holy Spirit, yet I have faith there is a Holy Spirit, right? Uh, one of these days, Jesus will set up a kingdom on earth. I've never been in that kingdom, hadn't been set up yet, but I have faith that it shall be. So the logic is simple. Even though we've yet to see what has been promised, the fact so many have been convinced is evidence of its veracity. Faith becomes part of the evidence for things not seen. You see, these Christians, I tell you, put stock in fairy tales. No, we don't put stock in fairy tale. We put stock in fact that just hadn't come to fruition in our life yet, but we have faith that it will. Our Bible faith is not a whimsical wish. It's not rubbing a rabbit's foot. It's not hoping a spare tire. It's not buying a lottery ticket, scratching it off, and just begging that you get the numbers right. We have a confident expectation that what God said will come to pass. It might not be today, and it might not be tomorrow, but in God's time, according to God's calendar, on God's clock, everything will happen just like it's supposed to happen, and we have faith in that. The evidence of things not seen. Now, Faith. What is faith? Faith is trust. What is faith? Faith is dependence upon God. What is faith? Faith is holy leaning upon the Lord. You take your faith. I was explaining this to a man the other day. I was witnessing to him. And I said, to be saved, you put your faith in Jesus. And I said, faith is dependence on something. Faith always needs an object. And it's your the object you place your faith in that makes all the difference in eternity. And I said, it's sort of like this. If you had a cup, a glass of water, and you take that glass of water and set it on the table, then you are, in fact, resting that cup on the table, right? Well, all I'm asking you to do is to take your faith and pick it up from wherever it is right now, faith in, in good works, faith in your health, faith in whatever. You know, everyone has faith in something. The atheist has faith in something. But I'm asking you to take that faith, pick it up off of whatever it's resting on now, and put it on this better resting place, put it on Jesus. Rest it there. Like a cup on a table, take your faith and lay it on the Lord. No matter if it's big or small, whatever faith you have, put it in on Jesus, and thou shalt be saved, right? So faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's dependence. It's trust in something. Faith in God, all right? This entire chapter, as we study it together, we're going to read about some amazing things. And by the way, these aren't Hollywood movie scripts. I'm waiting on a shout to come through the radio. Uh, these aren't uh, fiction books written by uh, some kook in a loft somewhere. Uh, no, this is stuff that actually took place 
through the power of God and faith in the Lord. All right, by faith. And by the way, if we could see these things happen by faith back then, I reckon God could probably do some great things by faith today. If some people of God would just have trust in him and dependence upon him and anchor everything they have in the Lord, have faith in God, depend upon God, trust in God, I believe we could see great and mighty things take place. Verse number two says, for by it, meaning by faith, the elders obtained a good report. For by it, the it factor, if you will. You ever heard anybody say that? What's the it factor? That man has the it factor. He's got that intangible quality that makes him a superstar. He's got that it factor that makes him great. Well, what was that it factor of former generations? By it, the elders obtained a good report. It was faith. It wasn't education. No, it wasn't an easy existence. It wasn't a cultural acceptance. It wasn't, uh, um, it wasn't a fair political weather. No, it was faith. Faith is the victory, all right? Uh, verse number two, the sentence, you could paraphrase it if we wanted to, for by it the elders obtained a good report. We could say for by faith the elders obtained a good report. The word translated as good report is commonly translated as witness or te to testify. So it's, it's the thought is throughout the Old Testament history, these great men and women of God were a great testimony of faith. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. For by it, the elders obtained a good witness. The world around them watched their faith in the lion's den. Watched their faith in the flood. Watched their faith at Jericho's walls. Watched their faith in forsaking Egypt. Watched their faith in believing God could provide them with children. Watched their faith in killing Goliath. And watched their faith in offering Isaac on an altar. And watched their faith, meaning uh, Joseph in Egypt. And think about it. And by the example of faith, they obtained a good report. And let me close by saying this. We're going to study faith and the examples of faith. But you and I ought to be a daily example of faith to the world around us. It's amazing how many people might be convinced of God if you and I would be convinced of God. If we would live like we have a full trust, dependence, faith in the Lord. Not not whining, not doubting, not pouting, not getting defeated, but saying, you know what, I'm on the winning side. And if it looks hard, God can do it. If it looks easy, God can do it. If it's a great odds or horrible odds, God can get the job done. I'll just have faith in God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Have faith in God. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.